This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's uh, 14 before 8. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. You heard that and your response is, ooh, Wendy Christine from Integrated Health Solutions. Uh, you'd be absolutely correct. Good morning, Wendy. Always a pleasure. Good morning, Brad. So last week we were talking about the heart. And so it just seemed like since we were talking about the heart, and it wasn't even Valentine's Day, but it was uh, <laughs> a good time to be aware of what's happening here in our chests, um, we, we're going to be keeping it close to the heart again today, uh, connecting around blood pressure. Yeah. So I think blood pressure is very important because if your blood pressure is, you know, if your heart is not working properly, your blood pressure is not going to be working properly. So they are definitely very connected. So what is the pressure of your blood? I mean, help us to understand what, what is blood pressure actually? So it's the term given to the pressure of the blood that actually pushes against the walls of the arteries as it circulates around our body. So it like it pulse, it's like it it's like a pulsing movement mm-hmm. um, that goes through the body, um, and then the arteries are transporting the blood from our hearts to the rest of the body. And this pressure obviously fluctuates throughout the day, you know, up and down um, naturally. It, does, yes. it normally is um, a fluctuating thing, but it shouldn't have high peaks or low dips. So when we talk about blood pressure, when we go to the doc and we have them uh, put on, what's that thing called? The sphygmometer. When he puts that on and he measures, they're two numbers. So help us out. What are those uh, exactly? Yeah, so you've got a systolic um, blood pressure that that measures the pressure in the arteries in the heart. Um, so as the heart beats, and then you've got the diastolic um, blood pressure that looks at the pressure in the arteries between the heartbeats. Okay, that's fascinating. So um, it's all about the numbers then when you're going to have your, your uh, blood pressure uh, measured. Uh, what would be considered normal? So a normal blood pressure for uh, an adult would be around 120 over 70 or for an older adult about 180 over, I'm sorry, 130 over 80. Okay. Somebody, suddenly somebody thought, oh, maybe I don't need these meds. You, you, might, you might well. So it was 120 over 80, 130, oh, 120 over 70 or 130 over 80. Um, so That's right. Um, I've had my blood pressure taken and it's always throughout my life been good. And um, I had it once uh, taken and it was really high and I felt immensely stressed and concerned. Um, and then the doctor said to me, was it a bit of a stressful drive? I said, yeah, I wouldn't believe the traffic I was sitting in to get here. I mean, it was hectic and I was so worried that I was going to be late because I didn't realize the traffic was going to be so bad. And then she said to me, okay, let's just sit here for another five minutes and we'll measure it again. And the difference between sort of a stressful situation and calming down in five minutes was the difference between you've got a problem and, oh, look, it's normal. So it certainly does fluctuate even into scary numbers depending on your situation. Yeah, it can fluctuate quite dramatically, um, and especially if there's a stressful situation. But I think the important thing is, does it come down again? Mm. Um, and that's exactly what, you know, if you sit and you, you, you're quiet for a little bit, you should within about 10 minutes be able to normalize your blood pressure. If it still hasn't normalized after that amount of time, then you're more likely to have a, a consistent problem. Ah, well, thanks for clearing that part up. But then you've got the hypertension and the hypotension, which already sounds like a way to be confused. But we're grateful we've got you. So, so let's start with hypertension, which doesn't sound like it's a good thing. So can you help us out there? 
Okay, so hyper hyper anything is high. Okay. So it's when your blood pressure is too high and you have these increased blood pressure levels. Um, and these obviously are bad because they increase our risk for heart disease, for heart attacks and, and strokes. Okay, so what are we doing wrong in our lives that's leading us to the label hypertension? Well, generally, it is our lifestyle choices. So um, hypertension happens over time. And it's something that you are going to, you know, your arteries eventually get a little bit um, slacker. They're not as elastic as they used to be. So it's the decisions we make over a very period of time that influence our blood pressure whenever it starts. We obviously do have the genetic component as well. So there can sometimes be a family history. You can be fit and healthy and still have high blood pressure. But generally, if you're looking at the average person, it would be related to lifestyle choices. I mean, can you tell that your blood pressure is high without being without measuring? it can you feel something that's telling you oops my blood pressure might be high I don't don't think so I think there are certainly some signs but hypertension is a very silent um, uh, it's very often silent so Mm. you don't necessarily know you know some people might have a dull headache at the top of their heads they might feel sort of a pulsing um, in, in their heads or in their necks but it's not something that you can really know unless you are measuring and, and monitoring it. So if we, we're going to look at a few things that we can change and do better to, to get rid of hypertension, I guess that's going to lead me to this. Can we change? If you go and you found out that you have hypertension, can you do something about it without having to rely on medication? It, it, it depends, again, how far um, advanced it is. Ah. You know, if it's in the initial stages, there's probably a good likelihood that you'd be able to do something to reverse it. But if it's if it's gone too far and the, the arteries are really no longer able to pump as they should, then you're likely to need that medication on a more long-term basis. But there are natural alternatives. There are also exercises and lifestyle choices that one can make to make sure that you can get your blood pressure to a more normal range. Okay, so what are some of those things we can do and lifestyle changes here I think are essential just for general good health? Um, These seem to overlap some of the other conversations we've had in the past. Um, So what are some of those things we can look at in our lifestyle and change? So I think one of the most important things would be regular exercise. And you would want to be doing cardiovascular exercise in this case because your cardiovascular exercise is creating more blood flow around your body. And so that's very good to to get those arteries working as they need to be. Um, we would also want to eat a well-balanced diet and we would want to be um, losing weight. So making sure that our weight is ideal mm. because the minute you have diabetes or any blood sugar fluctuations, that damages your arteries as well. And so it's not just the obesity, but it's also the the fluctuations in blood sugar. So we definitely want to make sure that we're balancing our diets and eating well. Mm. The other thing that can um, have an influence is salt. Um, and not not every individual is affected by salt, but many are. So you want to reduce the amount of salt that you're consuming if you are prone to high blood pressure. Mm. So uh, I, I brought up stress um, earlier. Um, if, I mean, there's chronic stress. So if, you've got, if, if, a, if a bit of stress can affect your blood pressure the way I've seen personally from my own experience, then chronic stress, I think, is obviously a massive issue. 
It is. It absolutely is. Because if you think about stress, stress brings with it stress hormones. And those stress hormones create fluctuations in, in, your, in your blood pressure. And if you're consistently running on those stress hormones, then you have a much higher risk for um, hypertension. Mm-hmm. So yeah, managing stress is vitally important. Breathing exercises, so many of us don't breathe. Um, and so if you're not breathing, you, your body is more in that fight or flight. If you're not breathing properly, you know, deep breathing, yeah. your body goes into fight or flight. Shallow breathing causes us to, to think that we're in a stressful situation. Um, and so managing stress, you know, sometimes we need to ch- tone down our day or we need to rearrange our lifestyles a little bit so that we can manage our stress better. Yeah. Wendy, we still have a bit to get through. I'm thinking maybe we'd uh, continue this uh, hypotension conversation next week, if that's good with you, because I, I, we haven't even touched on smoking yet. And I think this is a massive thing. We, it's, it's, uh, we have to mention it here, I think, when it comes to managing uh, our lifestyles around blood pressure. Well, maybe yeah. general, maybe health in general. General health, but specifically the circulatory system. So smoking um, hardens the arteries. Um, And so you are at a much higher risk for developing hypertension if you are a smoker, Um, apart from all the other systems that are are influenced as well. But yeah, smoking is is not generally a good idea. And this would also include vaping. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you've mentioned that. So I'm going to run through that again, just uh, those lifestyle habits that we need to work on, regular exercise, salt intake, uh, losing weight, stress management, smoking, and then that balanced diet. Uh, just quickly before we go, because we're plumb out of time this morning, um, if, you, if you've been diagnosed and, and this is a, something you need to keep an eye on, um, can one get one of these little blood pressure cuffs that you can get at a, at a good pharmacy and or lifestyle store and, and then just kind of they automatically pump up and deflate and give you the reading? Are those okay to use just to think since you've said it can be silent, you know, you have no idea that you might be struggling with your blood pressure. Are those okay to use? Yes. Yes, they are okay to use, and I think every household should have one to check. Mm. Um, and it's also a good idea to check your blood pressure at different times of the day. You know, so you check it first thing in the morning one day, and then a couple of days later, you check it at a different time. You check it after stress. You check it when you're relaxed, just so that you have a baseline and you know what your blood pressure is doing. If you are suspecting that there's a problem, you can go to your your doctor. They do what's called a 24-hour monitor where they put a blood pressure cuff on you and they monitor your blood pressure at at consistent intervals over a 24-hour period. And there they can also pick up, is this actually a problem or is it just a once-off here and there? Yeah, I think that's a big deal because you don't want to go and measure it. You see it's high and I think… Uh, to be honest, as we close, Wendy, it can be kind of stressful when you see those numbers that are a bit high and you think, oh dear, and you start to judge yourself and, and, and your lifestyle and your decisions. And meanwhile, it was just a moment in a day. Yes. And that's that's also an interesting point to raise because very often people get what you call white coat syndrome. So you go to the doctor and he takes your blood pressure and your blood pressure is high. Mm. But at home, when you take your own blood pressure, it's not so high. And so that you have to factor that sort of stress in <laughs> of worrying, is it going to be high? Um, and, you know, t- as I said, take a few deep breaths before you take your blood pressure, P- preferably try and take it after you've been sitting for a little while and not after you've just run around. Yeah. Unless you suspect that you've got high blood pressure and then you want to see what is what is happening when I'm running around. And then, you know, you would expect to see it a little bit higher. Yeah. Thanks so much for that. We'll continue this conversation next week. We've touched on the basics and also on hypertension. There's quite a lot around hypotension. Wendy's got a lot to chat about. Then we'll take care of that. 
in seven days from now. Always a massive thank you to you and the expertise you bring. Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Here's to a great Thursday. Thanks, Brad. You too. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.